Do you think we should have? Let's just. I think we should just keep it real. Segment. Yeah, we should have a segment. On Orlando What do you think? Orlando stuff? What do you think? Florida stuff. Florida stuff. Oh, we have a lot of yes, I think we absolutely think, should do that. I think that that should be our new thing is that at least at one point of the show we do a Florida, dedicated to Florida segment. You know, we should start with that. But first of all, ladies and gentlemen, We're it's back. our week today. We are back. It is episode nine. We are broadcasting to you live, internet people. You don't even know. What's the name of the city? You know what it is. Winter Springs, baby. Winter Springs, yeah, baby. There's right. so many winters in Orlando. I just winter, had to clarify and make sure. There's Winter Park. There's Winter Haven. There's winter. What the fuck? Garden. Name? Garden. Winter Shores. Winter Springs. Know. Here we are. We're, we're, we're deep in it right now. But we're here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, shout out to all of our fans. We keep getting more and more listeners, and we really appreciate that. And uh, we hope to keep bringing you good conversations and uh, good conversations to keep you company. A lot of you uh, listen to it at work. Yeah. A lot of you listen to it on your ride to work. Late night Late train night. rides coming home from wherever you are out in Belgium. Or Australia. We know you're out there. So let's talk about the week, and uh, it's our week oh, today. Oh, shit. Absolutely. Here we are. So, listen to me, baby. Listen, listen to me. Oh, my God. So you, you want to do a Florida section, the Florida-specific section. Every I week, think that every, would be good. Every week you want to talk about something that's at least near, maybe not dear to us yet, but something that's near. Near so, would be nice, but yeah. I, would, I don't care. The state is the state. The state has a bad reputation. And, and, and guys, because this is, these are the early episodes, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We fucking love the fact that Florida is a weird and odd state, and it has a crazy reputation in America. It's so easy to make fun but of it. But it's one of the greatest states. It's, it's, a it top three, it's a top three state in the nation. Yeah, what are the other two? <laughs> I, I, I guess California, <laughs> you would have to say. Yeah. And then the third one's a toss-up between a whole bunch of shit. Okay. Between uh, Denver, Texas, New York. Okay. The state of Denver, America. I mean, Colorado. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> America. Educational system. It's okay, folks. He wasn't born in America. I don't hold it against him. This is my it's second good. language. It's good. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Essay. No. Orale, Holmes. Que onda, vato? I'm not a fighter. Oh, hey, man. Let's go to war, man. Okay, that's a callback to the last episode. There's a lot of movies you guys have to watch, especially the young ones, Obviously. if you want to be down. Uh, there's a movie called Colors. Don't that's watch that one. That's a great gang movie with what's his name? The real skinny guy. Sean Penn. Sean fucking Penn, oh, the narc. I was gonna say you know. he got he he helped get uh, what's his name arrested. Uh, El Chapo. Oh yeah, of course El Chapo. So Sean Penn was fucking an actress that fucks El Chapo, and he somehow convinced her to set up the the oh. meeting. And they made a documentary about it. This is not news, but it's it's good information regardless. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's regardless. We, we jump around. We teach you things about everything. Hell, yeah. You, you won't even know until you, until you tune into this podcast. Until <laughs> you tuned in. Until you tune in, folks. Set your record players, says Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> I did go to it. Oh, my God. Joe Biden. I really, really hope he gets the nomination. I want to see how this shit show pans out. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that. Listen, if if it's the same system in the DNC that allowed Hillary to win last time the nomination, uh-huh. then that same system will give us a Joe Biden or uh, an uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, those mo- are the two. Mo- I don't think Kamala, the the Indian Jamaican lady, is gonna get it. Kam- but is it Kamala or Kamala? I, I think it's know. Kamala. I don't know. 
But anyway, I think you're right. I, think, I don't think, I think she's going to get it. I think it's going to be if, – if it's the same people that ran the Hillary win that helped cheat, gave questions to her during debates, had fucking a shitload of reporters would send them their questions to yeah. make sure that they were approved to be asked before interviews. Think about that. Think about think about how how – how it's not corrupt soft, that it, is. It's not softball. It's t-ball, baby. It's not it's, even t-ball. It's like, it's like, dude, like you didn't even have to play. We already signed off that you scored a hundred home runs. A hundred home runs. So my point is, is that if it goes that route, we're gonna get someone like a Biden, or we're gonna we get a Warren will. as like, oh, the female thing again. Well, that that'll be, I think, good because then we'll really see where the country is. You know, that the pulse of the country is really gonna be gonna be taken. Because uh, that's an automatic Trump win, no, by the way. Uh, Those two, it could be. But I'm saying that there's. I, I think I, again, it doesn't matter if you're for or against Trump. Um, you know who you're voting for now. It's either him or anybody else. I I, <laughs> I agree that a lot of people <laughs> believe in that statement and will will no matter what. Hold it to their heart that that's what is, they're going to do. And you know what? That is ignorance. I don't think that that's how it should be. I think that when they finally have their nomination on that side, their idea should be heard equally like Trump. And then you pick the best ideas. That's how you're supposed to do it. But we live in a time and a culture where it might be the majority are going to be like you're saying, anyone but Trump. Yeah. And that's an automatic vote. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because that's I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to be. But do you America is the leading country for a reason. It's got a very 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 strong intellectual uh-huh. smart middle class. Yeah, there isn't and a ton of groupthink at that the, level. They're not they didn't accept that smart intellectual middle class from every fucking state did not accept Hillary Clinton to be the person to lead them well, well, in the progressive. Technically more people accepted her. Because they're three million votes, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, let's let's te- remove te- let's remove two cities and that's over. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And in the county wise, uh, in I'm counties, just, she lost like I, in I thousands I'm, versus a couple. I'm reminding of 400. you that because of the way that we record, you know, statistical understood success, understood. But that is due to basically two two large cities on both coasts. Uh-huh. You remove Los Angeles and you remove New York City. And I don't think she gets the popular vote. I'm pretty sure. Well, we can go back and check it out. We can check it out. Absolutely. Point being is that, A, you don't win with the popular vote. And, B, her popular vote win isn't that impressive. Don't you think it's interesting? Because it's based on two states. Yeah. Well, it might be based on more than two states. It might be parts of other states included in there. But Those two states are the game changers. Don't you think it's interesting that the last few elections that have been, like, tightly contested... They've all been kind of in that same boat where it's like it's close, but it's not. Or one wins more than the other. You know, we have two. It was close to the Bush uh, Gore. Yeah. Not so much Obama stuff. Obama dominated. Okay, fair enough. Obama dominated. (laughs) I would say it was Bush Gore. Bush beat the shit out of the second one, whoever that was. Uh, Who was that? Kerry. 
don't get I, me don't, don't get, get me started, started on <laughs> that fucking election that piece of shit I just so no. here's my thing if they go away from the the leadership of the DNC allegedly changed it's run by the Minnesota guy with the weird teeth and the glasses which personally I like him a lot What's the Latin name? guy the Latin guy um you Perez like, Tom you, Perez Tom Perez is that his name yeah he doesn't look <laughs> He doesn't look Latin at all. <laughs> he looks like a white, Latin, nerdy, light-skinned like, black dude. He looks like Ed Buck. <laughs> but you know, no, he does not. No. And plus, by you, the way, I fucking like Tom Perez as a DNC, but I don't know who he is as a human. If he is a good human and he allows the people to voice their shit, then the DNC may go crazy and they may put a Tulsi or a Yang Gang Dang yeah. I hope so. If they do that, no, I hope they so. have a chance against Trump. I hope so. I hope because they do. Because those people can steal votes from Trump. Well, I think it's... The really, others can't. I think it's more important to harness the, the youth vote. And the youth vote right now is total, like, left, left, left. It's Biden. It's uh, not necessarily Biden. It's, it's Warren Sanders. And if you can somehow get a, a real figure in front of that that actually represents, like, progress, quote, progress or new ideas then it'll be better for what that is eventually going to do which is a younger candidate such as a Tulsi or a Yang those two can steal <coughs> the uh, people like myself which are I'm a moderate I will listen to every fucking side every single time as every human should I, I would debate anybody to tell me oh no I'm only going to listen to my side anybody but Trump you're fucking retarded because you're already losing you're already losing information because Trump may have good things that will benefit your life better over the other person but you right. are already saying right. I'm not going to listen to that and that's stupid right. because you're already losing half of the battle and you listen to every side I'm going to build on that because I have such a I, I guess I have such an open mind because we talk about people who are they get their news from different places that are pretty much the same every time. So, like, their mind's made up. Fox just bought the New York Ex Magazine. Exactly. Today. So, when we talk about people that are going to just vote a certain party because it's the party, does that help society? Like, why, why would you want to do that if it doesn't have ideas that are actually going to change things for the better? I go hard. Right. When I have like, the free time, that's the I go hard on people online and I go... That is, you're voting with ignorance. You're only voting for, for someone against the other person. You're not listening to the actual issues that they're presenting to run your life mm -hmm. or, to, or to influence things in your life in the country that you live in. You're ignorant. You're a fucking ignorant person and you yeah. need to listen to all sides. That's why it's like, you can't already know who you're voting for if, if the other opponent's not even chosen. And I, I think that people don't understand how much power they have and be able to talk about what they, what they want. You know, when when they that they see that the party that they've selected as something that they support suddenly has something come out, and they're like, "No, I don't really support that." They have the power to talk to their party and say, "You need to fix this. You need to make this better, or or I'm going to jump to the other side so I can vote well, for, so this, I can vote for my fucking conscience." This is the test, and the test <laughs> is that the DNC will show their true colors, whether they will do what they did in 2016. And basically go against their leading candidate, which was an old Jewish guy named Bernie. Bernie. And then they helped 
fucking Hillary win every chance they could. It was disgusting. Call me cynical. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen again. I'm pretty sure Bernie has already understood if, that he's just going to buy another if house. If it happens again, it's Biden and Warren. It's Biden and Warren or it's Biden Harris, just like I said in the beginning. They need... The, Tulsi's the only one that will straight beat Trump. <laughs> yep. And and Yang Kang but, might have a chance too because he's that crazy he's, and he's yeah, exactly and he's, cool. he's so crazy he's, he's crazy he, but he's he, cool absolutely but a he, lot of white people got, will he, not trust Asians he's uh, so I, listen I, listen I, I agree I'm a, with I'm you a, I'm a I'm a I'm a Colombian American he's not white he can I'm say a, whatever he wants I'm a citizen in this country and I and and I love my white <laughs> Americans that have blessed me of being my best friends in this life he loves have, Ben Affleck have, I love Ben Affleck too. Uh, have all my white friends that have been such an influence in my life and, and who I am as a human because I am a, a U.S. citizen. And I will tell you this is that old white people, they do not like Asians. Nope. <laughs> you, <laughs> like, know, you know what else? Like Asians World War do II not like bad taste. Hispanic people. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't. And black. <laughs> black people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, hold the, hold this and riff. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going with you. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the home of Trevor, not Trevor Noah, but someone more talented than that guy. And it's a beautiful home. We have n- not just a regular bottle, but a whole entire handle of Maker's Mark. And the first beer we had tonight was the Terrapin Liquid Bliss. This is a shout out and a callback. Um, we've talked about Liquid Bliss before. We've talked about Terrapin. It's one of the greatest breweries in the United States. It's based out of Georgia. I think it's Athens. Um, so right now we're just walking around his house, which is beautiful and big. And we're getting a beer. But, yeah. If the DNC decides to play their bullshit... Then the results are going to be bullshit, and the orange guy is going to easily, easily win again. Oh, that's for me. So I I hope that didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, one dog, going through the fridge, as it were. Whoomp, whoomp. No, seriously, he he drives here. And he doesn't have dinner. And he says, hey, man, I need some help. I got you. you have whatever you can find in the fridge. Help yourself. Not a problem. <laughs> just uh, just make sure you have that vitamin as well. There's a, there's a gummy vitamin in that. <laughs> Let's do it. So, before we went on the, uh, the rant, the tirade... Of going through Joe Biden my house. The GNC. No, I mean, I, mean, I told totally, them about that's, your beautiful that's, house. That's by the totally way. cool. Just <laughs> leave it running. We'll edit it later. Oh, that's right. We don't edit anything. We no. could, but we why? why? You know. So I wanted to just kind of bring it up, since we're talking about whatever. Um, in the midst of our podcast, did you realize this is episode nine? Already? Yes. Wow. And it's been. Mm, not even five months since we started. It'll be five months next month. But what I wanted to bring home was that we're trying to do 20 episodes by the end of this year. What that means is we have approximately 
13 weeks between now and the end of the year. That's it? Yep. That's it? Yes. So technically... And the year's over? And the year's over. 13 weeks? Yeah. So it's not that much. I know. It's like Friday 13th. Jason. <laughs> Holy shit. So what I'm getting at... This is great. Yeah, I know. It's that... It's that that war on terror dope is what I'm telling you. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out to Terrapin. Salute. 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 Shout out to one of the, my one of the best breweries in the nation. I don't give a fuck. I love everything they make. By the way, we'll get to the review in just a second. But what wow. I'm what I'm getting at is that if we keep on pace and we can do about once every ten days, we can hit our goal of twenty episodes by the end of the year, and that'll be season one. Okay. And then we start a new season. And we start a new season? At, at our leisure, we can, you know, do whatever infrastructure updates we need to make. We can figure out how to do the remote. Two seasons a year? Maybe three? Oh, yeah. I mean, however you want to do it. Quarterly? Four. Yeah. I, I don't know what the regular cadence is for podcast seasons, but we have the ability Some to... Some podcasts go straight up, but straight then you up. have a show like Hot Ones mm-hmm. where they do do seasons. Which, by the way, thank you for bringing it up. Finish, finish that thought, and then we'll talk about Hot no, Ones. No, that was it. Okay, we'll just keep riffing. So, our boy, Paul Wall, co-host... He was on one of the episodes, right. our first and only guest so far. Co-host of... Which, uh, I'll interrupt really quick. <laughs> I think for our 10th guest, or 10th episode, uh-huh. maybe have a guest, maybe. Yeah. I, I think we should go to Too Much Sauce for our 10th episode. And do it at Too and Much Sauce. And do it there, and interview we'll the owner. Hey, shout out to Too Much Sauce. These Too are, Much Sauce. These are, these are one of our original uh, followers... On social media, bring the and, Lambo, uh, and bring the orange Lambo. We want and to check it out. they are a restaurant in Orlando. The restaurant looks good. Down we, on Mills we can't Avenue. wait to try it. Yeah, I've driven by it and saw it on accident. I'm like, holy shit! It's you, the sauce place. You can see the sauce coming out of the walls. Dude, there's so much sauce. And then Trevor just fucking hit me up with the fact that he drives an orange Lambo. <laughs> That's awesome. He's got this big grin. He's taking pictures outside. He's like, what do you guys think about the Dude, ride to work today? sauce man, we love it. <laughs> Too the much per- sauce. The person that I work with right now, he has the yellow Lambo with yellow rims. Side note, and a good story for the, for the listeners. So, I get a text message with an odd video. And the video is a computer screen being taken by my, my Russian buddy. And... Today was the day that the auction for a Ferrari 2012 was ending. No, sir. So this is a this is an auction from from an insurance company. Okay. And it started over a week ago. It's not totaled. It was. It's fucked up. Okay. But this one was so perfect. It only had little body damage. All right. And my boy's body guy's like, dude, I could fix that for like 700 Yeah. So it's basically a gangster Ferrari. Right. Engine is fine. Everything is fine. As long Just as some body work. The suspension and the engine are fine. Correct. The frame is fine. Good. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And he already had the amount in his mind that he was going to spend. So long story short... Him and only one other person were bidding within this week, but mm-hmm. today was the day. And then he started leading the auction. Yeah. In his head, he goes for this Ferrari and the work that I have to do to it. I'm only going to spend like 75. And the video, when it's when it gets hot in this auction site, it starts playing music. Oh, it sounds like a video game. It's like. Is there a way that we can post that, dude? 
I can't really, we can I can't because he has the original video Let's and he said it. be a bad Let's copy. Post it. Dude, it's awesome. And then he ended up losing because the Ferrari went oh, up to ninety one thousand. He didn't want to spend ninety one thousand yeah, on the it Ferrari. wasn't worth it. It probably wasn't to worth it. To him it wasn't. To him it wasn't. To me in, in my and I even told him I go ninety one whoever bought it mm-hmm. is still gonna make a profit. Yeah, that's probably true. The title is fucked up because of where he was getting it from, right, but right. He was a, he was disappointed. Now yeah. he's he tasted it, so mm-hmm. now he wants his Ferrari. No, I understand. So, anyways, that was the Lamborghini Ferrari. Story. I saw a Lambo. Shout out to the sauce. Yeah, shout out to the sauce. <laughs> um, I saw a yellow Lambo. I don't know why it came to my. You know, Google's a weird thing. If you search for some kind of car or whatever, it'll send you other suggestions. And I was looking for something earlier today for my car, and there was like a 2006 Gallardo, and it had like 30,000 miles on it, but they wanted 60 grand. And oh. I was like, okay, that looks like the attainable Lambo. I think that, you yeah, know, for sure. later in life, you know, when you need a weekend car. It seems that, cheap, too. Though, exactly. Like, it would go up in value. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> he bought it, his for 80-something. It's gone up. Right. It was, it was at a dealer, you know, so I'm assuming it was pretty well kept. I'm thinking it was uh, probably where it needed to be as far as maintenance is concerned, which is another reason... Listeners, I, yeah, I got to tell the story. I was driving down. I was going to Disney last Friday. Uh, I didn't think we were going to tell was, this story today. I was driving today. to Disney, and a piece of debris lodged itself right into my my new car's headlight. <laughs> so, so listeners, listeners, let me tell you how. So I got to drop it. it off tomorrow to get it fixed. <laughs> listeners, this this car is beautiful. We've talked about it. It, it was delivered from Hawaii. And Trevor's taking his family. It's a Disney trip. This is what you do in Orlando. You have the season passes in your wrists. You're you're expecting a beautiful, good day. And we're all real of a bougie sudden, out here in Orlando. Yeah, this is as bougie as it gets. And like, if you're a true, like above average, successful person, you have season fucking passes to your parks. This is what you do in Orlando. They're smoking weed on the TV. Yep. Anyways, she has cancer. Trevor's going, doing the thing, and something that looks... What did you describe it looking it looked like? like? It looked like an aerosol can. It looked like a can of WD-40 or something like it that. It looked like a can, right? To his eyes, while he's driving at speeds probably, oh, I'm guessing over 65, yeah, 70 65. miles an hour. Yeah. So he thinks it's a can. He realized it hit his car, but he kept driving because the can didn't do anything it, 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 he didn't see it yeah. it disappeared it i gotta like get to the park just exploded fuck flew he away. knew something hit his car that sucks you know it fucking sucks that some debris hit his car so i get to disney i get to the parking <sighs> gate and what does the guy say and the guy's checking my he, he's like looking he's like he has his hands out like what happened as i'm driving up did to he the say gate, a curse word? he said what the fuck what the <laughs> Disney guy. A guy at the gate before Trevor got out to look at what happened says, what the fuck? And then at that point in the story, Trevor hands me the phone. I look at the pictures. And guys, it's a plastic phone piece. It's a two-foot rubber like cylinder sticking out of the front of my car. Guys, when I tell you it looks like, like a lead pipe couldn't look as bad as it did. Like this thing looks like a block... Black 
brick that went through his headlight and it was sticking out probably two feet out. You know, the, the high beam still works, but everything else is completely obliterated. You can look directly through the headlight to see the tire. You can see the tire in the wheel well. There's it looked, nothing there. It, it looked like if he was in a <laughs> video a game, if he was in a video game, his headlight had a spike. Yep. And this spike can hurt other cars. And that's Mad. how dangerous this thing looked. They could fuck up other cars. Mad Max. So, you know, we a moment of silence for the uh, car. It's a beautiful car. It's at the shop, and uh, hopefully Trevor gets it back. And Yeah, I'm taking it to the shop tomorrow. I probably won't get it back. And that it won't affect weeks. anything. Because it, it also messed up some of the wheel well metal. The so. wheel well is what fucked me up in that picture. Yeah. That sucks. Because so it went angry. through. It hits so hard through a light where it's stuck in there like a knife through someone's eyeball, but it also hits so hard it fucked up the wheel well. Right. So, this is what you don't do, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you, is, you don't put trash on the highway. Right? Or it came off their car. Yeah, whatever. Knows? Just secure your shit. Like, they may have not known. You didn't know? <laughs> Piece of shit car. Okay. You don't well, know. I, I agree with that, but you know, all my cars. If you stuff s- if you saw the asshole together. and it came off of his uh, back or something like that, then right. But the person may not even to this day may not even know that ever happened to you. Other than one day I'm he looks around, I'm certain that person doesn't know what happened. One day they're gonna be like, dude, <laughs> is this just metal here? Like, are you? Oh, just got this car. I've never had a car. I've never filed an insurance claim. That's how bad this is. Wait, wait. You're talking about you? I'm, me, personally. I've never filed an insurance claim. This Guys, is the first are you time I've ever done this? it. So for, for our European... Talk about for good, our good luck, bad luck. <laughs> how old are you, Trevor? I'm 35. 35. For our European listeners, 35 years old, the average person has at least filed two insurance claims. Right. At least this better be two, and this is his first one, and he just got this beautiful car with the gorgeous colors. So goddamn angry, and (laughs) something that looks like a two by four from Hacksaw Jim Duggan in black goes through his light and sticks out as if he's gonna attack. That's what I laughed at is because he drove the whole way, and I can only imagine people saying, "Why is this guy driving with a stick?" I gotta, I gotta meet my, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the sun. We gotta go to Epcot. It's Friday night. I gotta ball out. I had a hard week, obviously. <laughs> I haven't and been so, to Epcot since I was a kid. Okay, well we're going. Like, under ten. We're going. That's, it's expensive, but it's fun. My parents, mm. my dad worked for an airline company when we lived in Colombia. Yeah. And he fell in love with the United States when, like, in '87. He got to come to or '88. He took us all to Orlando, oh, and we shit. got to do all the Disney shit, including nice. Epcot. So you were young. You were I was really. Young. By the way, Juan just had a birthday, so shout out to Juan. Thank you, guys. Yeah. September nineteenth. <clears throat> shout out to that. That was that was good. It's good times. Ate some good Chinese food. Absolutely. And one of my favorite Chinese restaurants in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I was in work mode for my birthday this year. But, um, as you should be. As I should, I, dude. I've done so much shit for my birthday party. Better grind, wise. better grind, baby. This is all grinding. Absolutely. It doesn't even bother me where I'm like, yeah. It I looks have. like a lobotomy. That's what's happening right now. By the way, we're watching Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal's on TV. 
but explain to them that it's the Hannibal TV show. Yeah, the Hannibal TV show is much, much better than a Hannibal movie, obviously. It's like a prequel to The Silence of the Lambs. It's got Mods Mickelson and Hugh Dancy, and uh, they're basically just trying to figure out what's wrong with people that are crazy and killing people. And uh, it's, a, it's a very good show. It's a very important show. I think it'd actually be a very important show for Juan's girlfriend, Katie, to watch because... Uh, she's a mental health professional, and she might be able to provide some additional insight insight into that. For our younger viewers, if you don't know what a lobotomy is, is that how you spell it? Say it. Lobotomy. That's a, a, a lobotomy. Lobotomy. If you don't know what that is, look into that. That's something that crazy white people used to do, and what that would be is that they would put some guy actually invented the technique, and it's like a spike that goes through a portion yeah. of your brain yeah. and i think that they they either do it through your eyeball or through their nose either way it doesn't matter either way but it gets there right one of the most famous ones ever was that um one of the kennedy daughters which is jfk's sister so one of the kennedy sister daughters whatever <laughs> a kennedy she, family member <laughs> she was wild she loved dick she was crazy so they put a and, spike in her head yeah the dad did the dad yeah. thought that she was fucking like yeah that she was heavy r word okay. because she loved dick and shit yeah, right. and so what he did to her was fucking do a lobotomy and then she turned full retard like oh. they didn't help her <laughs> that was hard hard r word that's hard <laughs> r word but guys it's because he they did it to her they put a spike through her brain and obviously so, it didn't work. And so then she turned really mentally slow. Lobotomies and don't work. And retard was a medical term. Saying. I'm not being like mean towards people that are mentally handicapped. I'm talking about like yeah, the medical term of our time. Obviously. This was retard was the word during that fucking lady's Well during Ken- during Kennedy's time. Exactly. So yeah. go lick nuts. No, well, shout out to Kennedy for doing that and obviously then one of my favorite <laughs> presidents of all time. <laughs> Kennedy allegedly would make um, his secretary give give blowjobs to his friends. I did not know that. She wrote a book I, about I'm not it. Surprised. That was one of my greatest stories. I love it. Uh, Kennedy's yeah, well, wild. You know, Camelot was uh, it was a hard thing to bring down. They are wild. The, when the Catholics got in power, can you imagine if that happened again? If there was somebody that charismatic who would just get in there and just like turn things upside a down. Y- a younger Trump. At, wow. The it's day. the same thing, dude. He Kennedy's speeches a, a, about a religious younger Kennedy's Trump. speeches a, about a religious younger Trump. Yes, yes. Kennedy, no, not religious. He was not religious at all. Kennedy was Kennedy, wild. Kennedy was Catholic. Yeah, he but was he was Irish Catholic. He but was he was absolutely religious. He went to mass. Like. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But he was he was ass fucking all types of women during his marriage. That, that's what I'm saying. Is that can you imagine if there was a let me rephrase okay. if there was a modern day Kennedy. It's like that, a Trump. That, that had the backing of the church, like the Catholic Church. The, Trump you, has the Christian you, backing. He's got Episcopalians. He doesn't have Catholics. He's got the Christians, though. Yeah, the same and, and to be honest, he's got the Catholics. The Catholics have to much. do that dinner where they... Do, have you ever seen that dinner? <laughs> that was the greatest that, that dinner. Trump speech dinner <laughs> no, of all time. No, I have not seen this great Trump dinner speech <laughs> with the with with all with, the powerful with, catholic bishops of the united states no i haven't seen it so every president has to go to this dinner okay or so every every presidential nominee during the elections have to go to this dinner is it a catholic specific dinner it's a catholic and jesuit specific 100 uh, okay. percent. So, so it's not like a faith it's no, not like a 100 celebration of religion it's just no, catholics it's okay. just catholics okay tell me more 
Trump and Hillary were both there. Okay. And Trump's speech at that dinner, because mm-hmm. the speeches involves comedy and digs, dude, it is one of the this fun. Fight. Oh my god, it's one of his funniest fucking moments in Trump history. We're gonna pull it up before I leave. Because does does, he, so does he get into. Everything. Uh, uh, does he Everything get... with her. He goes and and he does it where like the Catholic people all have to laugh. And they're kind of close to each other where they sit. So they're just talking about Catholic customs, not necessarily like Planned Parenthood and what they, you know, would like for that to happen. They're... It's it's in a good faith in yeah, the so sense it's, that it's, they're it's all like lighthearted. It's lighthearted. It's 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 lighthearted, but it's mean as fuck when the candidates go after each other. Okay. Trump okay. Destroys so it's Hillary like a, it's with a, Hillary sitting right next to him. So it's like a mini debate. It's like a the the twenty sixteen Catholic presidential debate. <laughs> it's not a debate in the sense that like they go after issues. Right. It's almost it's guys, the closest thing I can describe it to, it's a comedy central roast. And Trump Well those are pretty good. Trump got Dude, we have to. We might have to pause and watch it. All so right, you we'll can check just it out. No, we'll it. check it out. But Trump gets to go at Hillary Clinton as if it was a Comedy Central roast, yeah. and she does too to him. Yeah, but he destroys her. But anyways, it, that's tradition. It is what it is. All the candidates have to go to this Catholic powered. I want to check it out because that's fun. The way that they're seated, it almost looks like they're on stage, uh huh, with like rows of people. Yeah. The way that the cameras are looking at them, it's like rows of people behind a podium. And that's where you see all these Catholic archbishops sitting next to very powerful people. Yeah. Very powerful people in the media, Mm -hmm. in the government. Everybody's there. This is like... The Catholics are like, this is our presidential... Like, we talk to you. This is our event. They're they're vetting the the Catholic... Exactly. The Catholic version of the presidency. Yeah, I understand. Kennedy... Back to him before we leave the subject for the listeners and the reason that I I first even in two thousand sixteen I said that Trump is the only candidate that has ever reminded me of Kennedy is because Kennedy always attacked a unelected government within the United States government that makes decisions that may not be in the interest of what the people voted for. And that to me is one of the most crucial and important lectures of life living in this country as an American citizen and it's 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 important because right. he basically what, what people now call the deep state Kennedy always yeah. warned about call back to the uh, the secret society that you correct. talked about last time yeah correct yeah, I didn't know he was that that tuned in I thought he was more of a big picture he's so tuned guy. in that everyone got shot in the head after him <laughs> everybody literally, literally everybody got shot after and then, him and then the one that was running against Hillary Clinton his plane failed oh, that's too bad you remember that I do Jay, Johnny <laughs> he was on Seinfeld oh poor Johnny we're taking a break yeah we're gonna take a break alright OWT we back baby part two where you at Dude, part two of two. In October, early October, uh-huh. there are two people that I've never seen do stand-up live, but are on my list of people to see. Where and when? It's coming to an Orlando comedy club. Oh, shit. And it's in early October. Do you want to go? 
I really want to go. Give me the dates. What are we talking about? I'll figure it out. I who, think it's either like the who, 5th through the 7th or something. Who's coming? The person that's coming, his name is Big J. Okerson. Big J. Okerson. Big J. Okerson. Sounds like a fat guy. It is a fat guy. Oh, yes, it is. Right? And uh, Big J is someone that um, was inspired by like Dave Attell. I was inspired by Dave Attell. <laughs> and, and Andrew Dice Clay. Uh-huh. And he's one of the... He's a New York comic. He's bringing... He's bringing an opener whose name is... The Puerto Rican Rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. Oh, Luis J. Gomez is one of the businessman comics who runs a podcast company. Uh-huh. And they're coming. Sounds like a good gig, I think. Oh, it's if so you're, great. If you're a comedian they're, and you have the business Legion of Skanks. The Legion of Skanks. Yeah, we talked ones, about them last time. They're the ones that brought mm-hmm. uh, Louis C.K. back, mm-hmm. where the writers and, went nuts. And we were talking about Shane Gillis and how he's a member Correct, of the podcast. Correct, and, how, and okay. how they went nuts. So right. Louis J. Gomez is the one that runs the podcast company that that podcast is on. Right on. And uh, part of the Skanks are those two. So or, they're two of the skanks. Correct. They're two of the three of the Let's skanks. Let's just start The three one's talking. a Jewish one that's awesome. Okay. Well, I mean, he might be Jewish, but he's also a skank. He has a political podcast. That's okay. When he's not you on the skank You can be a political show. skank, too. He's awesome. It's called, He's a libertarian. He's libertarian a hardcore skank. libertarian okay. skank. Okay. A Jewish a hard, libertarian skank. He's a Jewish hardcore libertarian skank. Sounds like fun, right? I wish he was coming, but I think the other two are. Anyways, they're coming to Orlando Side note: We should go see that show. Yeah, I really I'm want in. To. I'm in. We could we could do They're a show. Very offensive. Show. So I don't know if your wife want to go. Yeah, I'm on Katie board. knows what's up, so she <laughs> she has to take it. But <laughs> they're, they're going to be I'm as in. offensive as it is. I'm in. It and, and the thing about Big J, he's one of the greatest in the world of crowd work. Okay. Like that's one yeah, of his yeah, things yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, known yeah. for. He's one of the greatest of all time in that in that in that atmosphere. So shout out to that. We're back on the show. That's yeah. going to be an Orlando event. We'll talk about it on the podcast. It's early October, but I'm waiting on you to give me a date. So I think it's like the fifth through the seventh. Oh, but word? I'll, I'll get it. Oh, I'll get. Oh, word. Yeah, it's like the fifth yeah. through the seventh. Yeah, but I'll yeah, 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 yeah. You can do well, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. It's an early, we'll figure that <laughs> shit out, son. All right. So back on, to son. the beer review, the Liquid Bliss. Give me the from Liquid Bliss review. Terrapin. It was in a can. It was cold. From a refrigerator, and goddamn, that's a great beer, and that's always going to be a solid eight point four. Ooh, call back to episode three. I'm gonna I say wonder it's if it's an, better or worse. Than I don't remember what it was, call but back. in this can from his fridge, the way it was cold. It's not better. <laughs> you never know because beers, beers are unless you're like a Bud Light or or a you never big. Know. Commercial yeah. one that yeah. always just uses the direct you recipe. Never know. Small batch beers taste a little bit different each time. Yeah, and I feel like this is a from seasonal. can to bottle yeah. or tap. Yeah, and they and they want you to feel good when I mean that's why they call it liquid bliss, right? They want it to be the best of the best when it's hitting your lips, right? So we got it at a bar last time out of a tap, so it probably was the best that it could be. Oh, if I wonder I, what the scores are. Exactly. We're gonna go back if in I, the history if I books. Correctly, I almost <laughs> gave it an eight point six, but I stuck at eight point four. The can was good. That's was really not that big a difference. No, it is. It is. It's a huge difference. Kids, yeah, it's huge. Kids these days will just Kids mark whatever they want. So, what do you think about? Um, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, you haven't. So, had you start on the topic. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get in there. 
But first, we're going to review this Bengali from uh, Six Point. Six Point's in Brooklyn, right? Six Point's are New York beer. Dude. And I, I love everything from this brewery. I love their designs on their cans. Yeah. They're always on it's point. sexy, right? This is a 6.6 alcoholic. So, yep. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. <laughs> and um, 6.6 is not bad. I mean, there there are varying degrees of alcoholics. But so they have. I a would story say the worst that... is probably like a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, an alcoholic. It's uh-huh. a video game beer, and what I mean by that is it was discovered during a ten-hour video game marathon, which I have never been a part of, but I kind of feel like I should have been a part of. I grew up with video games yeah, big time, and because of that, like the type of beer they were drinking, or some yeah. shit happened. It's on the can. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> then we got the Bengali tiger, tiger stripes and things being, you know. I'm a fan of Six Point Brewery. I've had, yeah. uh, is is it? Is yeah, that what Six Point. Yeah. Six Point. I've had their beer before. I've never had the Bengali. Just took a sip. Absolutely delicious. Very flavorful. Very smooth. You know, I think very crisp. I think we had a Six Point beer while we were in Brooklyn together back in was it 2015. <laughs> Shout out to the New York Shout trip. Shout out to the New York trip. <laughs> Brooklyn. We're going to have to go back. Shout out to uh, the Renna's. No. Yeah, Renna's. The, the, the no, it wasn't Renna's. No, it was one of the secret uh, What's pizza, the pizza, place? pizza places. Renna's? Renna's? So we get off the train. We get off the uh, the subway. We step upside, and there's a um, you know one of those English-looking telephone booths. And Katie leads us through that to a restaurant. So that's the kind of restaurant that we went to, this, uh, this pizza place in the middle of Brooklyn. And it was gorgeous. It was wonderful. But it was also very cold. Uh, <laughs> it was a good time. So, I, yeah, I would go back there. It was fun. But I remember having a six-point brew there. Okay. It was, it was great. I didn't know that. And it turned me on to it. And that's why that. I love everything from this brand is that, uh, you know, I've got a familiar connection to it. And that was the only vacation that one of us quality beer Ooh, so every quality. single time. It's quality. <laughs> now I, I will just make a little side note: is that I wanted to go to the Brooklyn Pizzeria the, that the, the Brooklyn Pizzeria that is the talk, legendary yeah. of legends. Everybody that, talks about you know Brooklyn pizza. Yeah, everybody even, talks about New York. Hey, it's fucking New York yeah, pizza. You know, where where the, you have Asians wait in line early and shit. This is it. And um, it was just too far for us, man. In our trip that we were in New York, we went to the first part of Brooklyn, but it would have been like an extra 45 minutes. And we didn't have the time. But 45, we already traveled long as fuck to get to Brooklyn from Manhattan. And then it was an additional 45 minutes within Brooklyn to get to... Um, next next time we won't have Roberta's. to stay. Yeah. No, Roberta's. Oh, no, we were at Roberta's. Roberta's. Roberta's was the one that we went to. Yeah, and it was dope. But the one it that I wanted to go to, it was very dope. And do, dope. Shout out to Roberta's. Hey, you your, know what, Roberta's? Your staff you, was awesome. Your food was awesome. We ordered like four pies. We were fucking eating like kings. It your, was great. Your menu is on our uh, our photo, our uh, Are We Today photo. Just so you know. Shout out. Shout, shout out to Roberta's. Roberta's. Um, shout out. Definitely one of the nicest I love, pizza spots. I love the Beastmaster. It was in one of the most trendiest parts of Brooklyn. And we did have to wait a long time, but the food was good. It was, it was <laughs> packed. We had to wait to get a seat. The food is great. The pizza was it's kinda out like, of this world. It's kind of like Germany, in which they'll, uh, they'll let you go to a certain place to drink, 
and then they'll let you wait an additional amount of time to eat. They'll, you know, they bring you your drinks first, and it's like two hours before your food comes. <laughs> That's Germany for you. <laughs> but 45 extra minutes would have brought us to one of the greatest pizza places in the United States of America. Um, but we didn't get a chance to get there. Next time. Now, I do know... I now know that their Manhattan does have one as good as that one. So that is great news. That's uh John's on Bleecker Street and oh, I cannot Bleecker wait Street. to try it. It's I everybody everybody says that that's well, the most boy, amazing. Your boy said it's great, right? After he gave it the score that it did which tied the yeah. score of the Brooklyn place we mm-hmm. were just talking about which is a 9.4. 9.4 is pretty 9. good. 9. He's only given out like 5 over 9 in his career over Four hundred like fifty reviews. What did he have on the pizza? Was it just pepperoni? No, just, always. Just, just, he just does cheese. the gold standard of pizza, which the gold standard of pizza in the marathon, the forty yard dash, the what you want to call it, the Doesn't highest matter. grade. It's always the cheese slice. Cheese slice. It's hey. I don't hey. agree. I think that I got, I got we can do. Minutes we, to feed we, my face. I think that the restaurant should tell you what their specialty is, and you grade that. If and it that, is the cheese that, slice, then you grade the cheese slice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm getting at, Juan. That's I think what if, if I'm at. If, when we go to... We're better than when, everybody. When we go to Too Much Sauce, we got to ask them, what would you serve your mother? What would you serve your Boom. fucking mother? Yes, right. That's my question. <laughs> I'm at it. All right? That's where I'm at. What would you serve your mother? Exactly. And we're going we're gonna to try to uh, do some, some inroads and get an interview with the owner to come out. Because he may not be there when we want to go there. But I think it would be really interesting to do and that. And he gives us rides in the owner's Lambo? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's only a two-seater, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, I'll get in the back and film through the back. Yeah. And just hang on. So... That's the next step, just so you know. So we haven't really talked about the news much today, which is a primary focus of our show. That's weird, right? Hey, the Bengali, this is an incredible beer, so really quick. Shout I'm gonna out to Bengali. Get, I'm going to give an 8.1. Really? It's, it's a really, 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 really good beer. It's good. It's drinkable. It's, it's more of like a pool beer, I think. Uh, it's a little bit lower. 6.6 alcohol, yeah, which is low. It's just relaxing. You're yeah, not trying to get too relaxing. fucked up. If you play video games and you still want to keep a high score, this is for you. This is what the beer was invented for, literally. Dr. Mario, call it in. Yeah, Dr. Mario, the pills, <laughs> Warrior, shut so out. So many pills. So check it out. Wood. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> Would you... Would you, would you do it? It's like a pickup line. Would, Twice. would you? Twice. <laughs> All right, so check it out. In our week today, we've had a lot of interesting things happen. UCF lost finally for the first time in a regular game in two seasons, three seasons. For any me. new listeners, in case you guys did not know, and we always remind you, is that Trevor went to the University of Central Florida. Shout out to the Knights. Shout out to the Knights. The Knights are an incredible team. They were guaranteed lock wins, and they just took an L for the first time in a long time during a regular season. One point, and that happens. Against one of their arch rivals. I I went to their game last... No, I I think that that you... It's a tough game. I think that you guys now overlook them, maybe. Mm -hmm. I didn't see the game, but that's my feeling about it, because... Pittsburgh hates you guys I'm sure with a do. fucking passion, <laughs> and that's a decent enough team where if they have the talent, 
they're gonna go as hard as possible against you and take you. I appreciate what you're saying, and I wanna close this out by saying that there's a lot of commentary afterward by coaching staff that used to work for UCF that now works for Pitt saying, uh, listen, I, I understand that we are owed a parade at Disney now. I think we are owed a national championship now. And come they on, They were guys. talking shit like that. Come on, guys. That's, that's a little excessive. They were talking shit like that. You, you beat us by one point. It was a pretty hard-fought game, and you, you, I thought you, you won the game completely, but you don't have to go that far. You don't have to say things like that. You might lose the rest of your season, so don't say anything just as, yet. As an outsider, mm-hmm. to be in at that game last year between Pitt and UCF, yeah, I I I sensed the hatred you thought that Pittsburgh had. Yes, against you, motherfuckers. They fucking hated <laughs> you guys, and I think it's because you beat them the year before. Yeah, you guys kept beating them. Yeah, and and Pitt is like. They're supposed to be a respected team in their they division. Are. They are. Yeah. They won their conference they last year. They fucking hate you. So the year that they have <laughs> any talent, they're always coming full force. Absolutely. And you guys are always good enough to hold them back. But, you know, they almost beat but Penn State one this point, year. Yeah, I heard. So I'm not, I heard, I'm not concerned. I heard. I heard. I'm, I heard. I'm pretty sure they're going to do a good job this year, and they should be pretty respectable, and I respect that. For European but followers, this way, is the, all college football. Yeah, the way yeah, it's not not mm, soccer or football, not football, but football. Right for the Belgian Pink listeners, um, this is the ball that we throw, yes. occasionally. Our Australian <laughs> listeners, we love you. I heard that the toilet water goes the other way when you flush. That's that accurate. should be interesting. That's accurate. We're yep. gonna do that one day. We're gonna test it out. But you had some stories. Let's go. How are we today? We had some are we stories. Today? All right, so you heard about my week today, and you heard about all the other things. You heard about where I live. You basically know what, what happens in my house. So I want to talk about the news. Okay. So the last few days have been very interesting in New York. There's been a UN climate conference, and a, a youngster, a 16-year-old by the name of Greta Thunberg, I think that's how I'm pronouncing it properly, has been uh, a very vocal activist in the realm of climate change. She's 16 years old, and she started protesting climate change by staying home from work on Fridays, or staying home from school on Fridays. I think that's pretty, that's pretty bold. She's from what country? Sweden? Sweden, okay. yes. So she started protesting by staying home from school. And uh, brave, she, very brave. Right. No schoolwork, she, <clears throat> she, no homework, brave. Right. She uh, has been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, which, again, for, shut the fuck up. That's real. I didn't know that. From, from she the, seems like she has that right. shit. From, from medical, it makes sense. Right. From from a medical perspective, there is no uh, known origin or cure. However, uh, they can be controlled though. Basically, That's it's easy. a developmental disorder. That uh, I know says, someone with it. Yeah, I mean, I think we all probably know somebody who has. Maybe they have yeah, or have no, not been diagnosed. It. My friend has. But it's it's hard for them to interact socially, and they have a lot of nonverbal cue issues. They're usually pretty high IQ too. That's right. They're very smart. Yeah, they're very and, smart. And uh, approximately one in two hundred thousand people have this. Yeah, I've, this I've, issue. I've I've dealt with someone very smart, just very socially awkward. Uh huh. So. 
So there's, she's 16, there's, there's, right? Right, yeah, 16. There's, there's no doubt that she's very, very capable. She's very smart. Um, she sailed across the Atlantic on a carbon-neutral boat, and she presented this week... With her pet fairy in New York, maybe <laughs> their pet fairy. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't capture that point. <clears throat> but I, I wanted to ask you because um, I, I I listened to her whole. I actually watched her whole her whole speech, her whole interview, and I I, she know, got I, mad. I, I had some takeaways. But um, what did you think about that this week? Okay, so. Regarding the little girl, I tried not to pay too much attention to her. She's been around for a while, but I heard about the her she, sailing over. Correct. She she's been working on this climate thing for you know about, what? about a year. I so. can't I can't hate on the passion. I respect that. I've been young. I've been passionate. I thought I could save the world. So I will never ever discredit her or stop her or discourage her from doing her passion which is trying to save the world right at the same time a person with Asperger's that's getting fed information from some sort of handler which is what I think this situation has also shown that that may be a possibility of what's mm -hmm. happening a young girl that is being used to push an agenda in the climate change a climate change battle that basically the solution from the party that she's representing is to raise taxes in my life I've heard one person on Facebook in a Vox post explain why taxes were important and why they would help climate change and it was the only reasonable answer I've ever heard in my life and it was a guy on Facebook Okay, something that people on CNN can't do, Fox can't do Nothing can do. So with Greta, as a child and what she's doing, I respect her passion and what she's doing. At the same time, I, I don't have the time to research, but I would question the people that are her handlers, the people that pay for her plane tickets, the people that tell her, excuse me, about climate change, the people that have the ability to influence the way that she thinks mm -hmm. for her to have this passion that she does right some people may be like that may be ignorant this is how she thinks she's this smart maybe but at the same time just as equal as that maybe on the other side is that she can definitely as a 16 year old person whose brain is not fully developed mm -hmm. to be taken advantage of someone pushing right. an agenda I would I would encourage you to go back and watch, not just listen to, but watch her. I would even call it a testimony in this in this vein. What go back and watch what that she, tell you that she's sincere. No, I mean she's read, she's reading from notes, but they could have been her own notes. And from what you can tell is that she's very. The funny thing is here is that Asperger's is kind of this anti-emotional it's like you can't show emotion very well you're just and, and, who you and, are listen, yeah. listen in this in this speech she gets worked up yeah and, yeah. and that to me she's can, like in all of you hmm. just care well, about yeah. profits to, to me that means that she has some control over emotion so one of two things doesn't add up it's either she actually mm -hmm. she actually has a developmental disorder or she has a political agenda. They can't be, they can't both be happening at the same time. 
because that's why she is where she is. They can, but they but it's no, targeted. I, no, I totally understand you, but I want to be sure about that before I make a judgment. Oh, of course, you, you know of course, I mean? of course, a hundred percent. I agree right. with you. I agree so with I, you. I, but you can never say one one over the other. Right. Both exist right. equally. Right. And, and and to me, watching the speech was even more telling, and to me, more like validating of that that's that question no no it was more like okay she was it, told it, and scripted yeah it, yeah it, it, that's what everybody says totally scripted everybody says it's to scripted. me to me everybody says that's what it looks like but that's why she's on tv she's yeah. got the yeah. narrative yeah. she's got it and i don't i'm not saying everything that she says is bullshit i'm just saying that it looks like it's bullshit that's funny because <laughs> dude there's so many people that said that okay. that she sounds scripted Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Greta, passionate, like shout Donald out, shout Trump. Out, shout Donald out to you Trump's, for doing what you're doing, but you you gotta like lean in. Donald more. Trump tweeted like, at her, and, and, and she I mean, and it she was a beautiful she, tweet, and she, she grabbed it, as a profile. it and she used it as a profile. Yeah, she absolutely and, did. She and shout out to her for doing that. And and Donald's tweet was very nice. Nice enough that she can use it as her profile, as a badge, as whatever the fuck she wants. But to me, like she got what she it's wanted. It's a non-issue out, out of her out of her uh, appearance at the UN. Before you go to your next topic, mm-hmm. is Donald like one of the things that they took away from this is that Greta's face was an instant meme when yep. when Donald walked right. in front of her. That's right. Yeah. What took away from everything? Everybody knows about it. Once again, for the second time, Donald Trump killed it at the UN. Tell me he why. He absolutely destroyed tell, it at the UN. Tell me why. Tell me why. You know why? Because Donald Trump said, listen. Because a lot of people don't think that's the truth. Donald Trump said, listen, China, go fuck yourselves and I'm going to tell you why you're going to go fuck yourselves you're the second most powerful economy mm-hmm. and you're fucking doing tricks like you're a third world country to like manipulate your currency go fuck yourself and then he gave out proof he goes when these motherfuckers joined the WTO he didn't say how- that dude he literally said <laughs> he didn't say he much. literally said <laughs> When fucking China joined the WTO, he, literally say he goes, the United States lost like 60,000 factories, and he goes, and all of you other countries have all been affected by these people, and now they're manipulating the currency. Uh-huh. So he went, balls to the wall, go fuck yourself, China, yeah. in this UN speech. And then he went against all these fucking social justice warriors because he said my administration is going to go hard after all you fucking countries that right. are disrespecting right. and still criminalizing so LGBTQ let's people. let's be specific about that because he called out the Iranians, he called out the North Koreans, he called out Venezuelans for the for various reasons, but he also said that was he, special. he was also saying specifically that they supported terrorism and that they were lagging in human rights progress. And specifically LGBTQ and women's rights and their advancement in society, he talked about that ad nauseum. So no, he, LGBTQ, he, he specifically said, I'm going he, after everyone right. that he wanted to, them. He wanted to say very specifically, Including guess what? Saudi Arabia. America is continuing to be a leader in the free world. He's, and, and by that I mean emphasis on free. Like, you are who you are, 
Like you deserve to be he here. Attacked he attacked globalism on purpose. He said, he said globalism. He he basically said that it stops with him, where Americans stop putting the interests of American citizens first over a globalist agenda. And he said that does not happen with Donald J. Trump. I agree, that but I don't. Trump says it is f- for every country it should be benefiting their own sovereignty that that oh, that's a good point but i i agree but i don't i i'm i'm mixed there too but i, I understand know, I know. and i agree with him more because when we tried the other way china fucked us and Eco- so did a lot of other countries economically just leave them out of it from his perspective he's saying that the economic growth the human freedom is happening in the states and that's where it's that's where it's originating that's where it needs to continue to be from um and he's calling out people that are specifically decidedly against it that that's cool but at the same time he's not he's not wearing that on his sleeve at home he's not telling people how he's he's appropriating that he's not telling people how he's uh developing those theories and developing those into policy like what what do you mean he's not telling people what He's he's showing that he has a new initiative that he he uh, he's at full war with China in a trade level without the military aspect mm-hmm. and his threat to them on the military aspect right now he said we are watching every fucking thing that's going on in Hong Kong you fuck around in Hong Kong one little bit during this treaty I don't think he's threatening China he did. He did. I don't think he is. He said we were watching Hong Kong. Watching Hong Kong. I don't think he's threatening Don't China. fuck with Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong's protected because of your guys' little fucking stupid treaty. Mm-hmm. It is a stupid treaty. Do you know their treaty? Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the listeners, go into the Hong Kong treaty because Hong Kong is fighting for to lost cause. They have to give up everything to China in, a, in like 19, in 2050 or something. I don't even know. But they're fucked. And, but Trump said this. <laughs> we'll get this. back to you on that. No, no. The, the, that's why I think that Trump's administration is moving to end everything in the Middle East as quickly as possible to move it towards mm-hmm. Asia. And the reason is because China is building those fucking fake islands. They're building military bases on those fake islands. They're threatening Taiwan. They, they're going to go after Hong Kong. And Trump's like, fuck you guys, while he's no, doing the trade battle. Yeah, okay, all right. He, he, China is the biggest threat to the United States that we have We know guaranteed. that, we know that for sure. Not we, some of the no, DNC I, people I, love China. I think China. everybody knows that. DNC people love China. All right. Not everybody, some I, of them do. I think most people know that China is the biggest threat. Some Americans States. are going to think Yang is China. Yeah. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> it's part of life. Okay. Yang Yang, right. some people are going to be like, I don't know, man. Like I so said I mean, earlier in this in this podcast is that some white people have a racism towards Asians because of what they lived through and what their brainwashing and their news and what their life taught them. Because of what right. happened in World War Two, right, and that for and a long, communism for a long time that hung over the states, and I think that's you know terrible. But uh, the truth is that things are actually looking up for people of Asian descent in America. Um, 
As, yeah, as, Asians as, are fucking amazing here. As well as every other group in America right now. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're white or not. Um, it's just that's the way that it is economically right now. So I touched on I touched on the developments of the UN. Do you want to talk about the current state of the uh, impeachment hearings? <laughs> to be honest, like I, I, we talked briefly about this before the podcast started, while we were having our lovely, lovely Kentucky Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it was amazing Kentucky bourbon from Maker's Mark. And Maker's Mark. And Shout that's out. something a, a, that a, Trevor was blessed blessed me with the ability to try some delicious fresh baker Maker's Mark. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Um, so regarding that, what were we just talking about? <laughs> Ukraine. Ukraine. Impeachment hearings. It's the most important hearings. news story that we have. <laughs> I gave up on. Um, Trump political attack stories, meaning that after the important shit of like the investigation and seeing Mueller actually go in front of a hearing right. and, so and the- seeing everything, I gave up on all the stories. But from what I understand about this particular story, which once like all the way more major stories is never going to be credible, is that Trump was just trying to see if there was some corruption shit done, which he has every right to do. And the reason that the media attacked Trump is because it's going after Biden. Correct. So when you go after Biden, and he's the number one selected DNC person, and 91% of the media have self-described themselves as liberal Democratic voters, it's a war. Here's a real jump, right? So he determined that there was a reason to reach out to the Ukrainian president, and they had a conversation that included... Which he released. But yeah, I mean, the entirety of it is out now, so you can read it for yourself and make up your own opinion. Which could be altered, but it is released because that's the only record of that conversation from both governments. the, The fact is, as soon as it was released, both sides had their entirety... Like the whole, their whole talking points were already defined. They went out immediately, and there's no way to determine, like, from what is actually written, if either party actually has the upper hand here. To me, it seems like it's plain language, but from lawyers on both sides, you're you're seeing all kinds of interpretation of whether it was legal or not. So within the next week or so, I'm pretty sure we're going to see uh, some solid evidence or some understanding whether or not it was actually uh, grounds for impeachment. Yeah, um, there's no impeachment going on. There's you don't no think fire. so? No, absolutely fucking it's not. Ar- it's already been announced. No. It's already in motion. Oh, it's in motion. So scared. After three years of fucking Robert Mueller, you think that this is going to bring this fucking the Teflon Don down? <laughs> The orange man in the White House. I will say you this. You guys are fucking I don't, crazy. I don't think that a president would release the entirety of a, a transcript of a phone call. Any potato chips. If it was, it. was going to incriminate him, I don't think that's going to happen. But this is the strongest impeachment push that we've seen so far. So I just want to throw it out there. Like, somebody thinks there's something there. 
And if it's going to be another Clinton where he gets impeached and then he continues to be president, like that could happen. But you know why? I don't know that, you I know don't think why, that's going to happen. You know why I have no faith in this going anywhere? Because I heard the Florida boy. Matt the Gates, the Florida boy. Matt Gates. Hey, he represents my congressman. Home, <laughs> which is like, yeah, I think Pensacola is one of them. Straight up, right? Is that you? He's in the same district. Yeah. It's three different districts that he represents in Congress. One, some Maddie, shit. Maddie G. Maddie G's explanation after Trump released the fucking transcripts that was just destroyed. Theater. Yeah, every single narrative of his opponent. It was theater. Though. It was. I mean, it five was. and a half minutes of brutality of ass rape in the sense of ass rape in an argument, which Did ass you rape have to bring is. Up ass rape? And the reason that I bring that up because that is the most that's the most brutal form of a victory <laughs> in an argument. All right. If it right. comes I'll, down to it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it, right? So Matt Gates destroyed <laughs> the fact that anyone thought they had any type of case after Trump released the transcripts. So with that being said, this is a non issue. Trump is going to the elections, and the more that they keep trying this stupid shit well, we on him, have, the more he's going to win. Well, we easily. still have more than a, a year before elections. I'm so more I, of your pork at this rate. I'm just letting you know. Come on, come on. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta let you know. We still have more than a year. If your boy's gonna coast, he has some more time to deal with this. You know, the interference and the, the. He's coasting on the fact that they're going to make fun of every moron I think he's that just... thought that three years of Russiagate was real. I knew in 2017 and other TV shows have clips when everybody called it out that it was fake and stupid. Meaning that, like, unless the Democrats go the route uh-huh. of bringing someone in that's a populist, like a Tulsi or like a Yankang... They have no chance to beat the orange one. They don't have anything to beat him. That a little bit because you keep saying that that Tulsi has a chance at beating Trump. Absolutely. Or or Yang. She appears on Fox all the time. Is that the only reason? She can take votes away from his base. To me, that's not and moderates away. Right. To me, that's not exactly galvanizing people against a political opponent. They have to have something of substance to bring to that base because there's a base that watches that, Fox, right? So that's is, my it, point. Is, it, is it the veteran base? Is it the youth base? Like, what people do you think that Tulsi is going to turn away from Trump to be able to? Tulsi it, can especially absolutely because, especially because she goes target on Fox Yes, she can. She's, she's targeted, she targeted me. Tulsi can also target <laughs> independents. Absolutely. Tulsi can also cover people that aren't happy with their democratic choice. Right. Absolutely. She is the what most a, diverse what candidate you, right. what in you taking think, votes away from Trump. What do you think she brings to the table besides being a well-spoken veteran who's also a female and kind of white? She is the Trump Trump, believe it or not, one of the reasons he won, and no one can argue this, he was one of the most anti-war president total candidates that has ever run on a ticket. Ever. And Tulsi has that also with her. He also launched an attack on Syria with no cr- congressional 
approval. He did. He did the missile strike yeah. on a military airstrip that he confirmed would not kill that many people. Okay. And to me, that was strategic because you're 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 given what the warhawks want, the people that sell weapons and the government that make money. Right. Who you need on your side before they try to kill you. So he did that, some, but he also right. didn't start a war. Some people would say that that was a and calculated he didn't start strike. Rush. It was very calculated. Right. But also, it was while he was it playing was, golf. No, it was red meat to the base, while saying we will not stand for continued aggression. Because they were saying George that the H. gas H. attacks were were <laughs> the, the the gas attacks right. or something were were serious. Well, the red fault. line, the red line from the Obama administration, that would not continue to be crossed. Correct. So anyway, go on. What what does Tulsi bring to the table that what, Trump what, does not? All right, so what Tulsi brings to the table is not that it's not about what Trump does not. It's that she can take away from Trump. Is she can take away a large portion of his base, mm-hmm. and then on top she, of she that, she can also win. get Democratic voters. Yeah, she would need to. The take reason away she can take away from his base the more than anyone else running on the tickets is because she's also anti-war. She's she also is. the same message that all conservatives are basically running on at this moment in time in history, uh-huh. not always. But in this moment in time, Trump is running on an anti-war platform, and so so is she. Biden is not like that. The others aren't like that. That's an interesting point. I don't think that any of the Democratic candidates consider... Like war, like whether it's anti-war or war, to be a, a real pressing issue right now. I think the biggest issue with them is it uh, has to be. It, it's it's student debt, it's healthcare, or the the cost that you know incurs upon Americans. It's diff- no, it's going to go to their it's going to go to their comments on like how Trump did with the North Korea. I don't, I don't think national defense is even on their radar. Like to, oh, to me, it it absolutely has to be to moderates, which they know that they need, and then also from the Trump base. The Trump base. That's the only thing they the care fact. about. They Tulsi care, has listen, that listen, though. Trump, the Trump base cares about national defense and jobs. That's it. That's yeah, the all economy, they care about. Which he's doing That's great. All in they, both. No, they don't care about the economy as long as both of those things are handled. But economy has to deal with. No, jobs. I understand they do, but that's it. That's all they care about. And he's doing it, great on both Do firms. people have jobs, and are we safe? He's doing great on both That's firms. it. That's all, bra- that's all the and he's breaking records. <laughs> he's breaking records for minorities. <laughs> so, like, the whole racist thing falls dead when they're like, why we'll is get to policies that. We'll get to helping? that later in the season, I think. By the way, we are... This is the ninth episode of Are We Today? And we have a goal of hitting 20 episodes by the end of the year, which we will hit because we have plenty of weeks left uh just so you know this is season one of many like we're gonna get there and it's been an incredible season man we've talked a lot about we've we've history a lot about orlando that's happened in 2019 absolutely we've done a lot of things this year that we never would have done on our own without the podcast so you know we appreciate your support getting all the way to the uh to the press floor of, the, of a Trump rally. Yeah. That was pretty fucking amazing and, and for I the still, podcast. And I still think that we should continue to seek out situations like that where we can go and interview Hell people. Hell yeah. 
because our our very first international interview, our very first, uh, you know, man on the spot, man on the scene uh, issue was there at a rally for, you know, kicking off a, a presidential rally. So I, I'm pretty With sure the French. I, I'm pretty sure no other podcast has done that. You know, it was one of our first episodes. We Hell just decided yeah. to jump in and interview some some international journalists at From a political France. rally. What? Like, who does that? Yeah, yeah exactly. we, do, we do it. And we do it for you today. Yeah, and we snuck <laughs> all the way up to behind where Trump speaks with our credentials, with my credentials, and it was awesome. It was, it was a good, a good story. time. It, it was, was a fun. great story. So we really appreciate you guys always listening, and um, I know we're growing our base, and uh, we, we hopefully will keep bringing you new and better content, better conversations, and always good conversations that are always going to have you thinking, and um, hopefully you guys share your ideas with us, and you guys can always do that by just contacting us on social media. Absolutely. Our week today. Our week today. Did you have anything else? Say what, bitch. Anything else? <laughs> All right, we're out. That was good. Are we done? Time for some bonus content, y'all. It's OWT. Here we go. Here we go. Here we it's go. September 25th, 2019, I think. I'm pretty sure I remember the date. So, I want to talk about the last movie that you saw, Juan. I think you need to go first because you just went on a movie binge with your wife. And well, I did. while you do that, I'm going to think about... That was like two weeks ago. So I thought I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was terrific. I thought it was really, really good. And it had the, the ending that everybody expected that was completely not historical, where the good guys make it out in the end. And uh, there's a lot of blood, and it's pretty gruesome, but... The bad guys get everything they they should have gotten in the first place. That sounds absolutely awesome. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Tarantino for you. And I actually went to a family function and we were talking about the movies that we had seen. And my wife was like, we didn't see any good movies. And I was like, well, we did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And she was like, eh. And I was like, yeah, it was good compared to the other ones that we saw. And the rest of her family was like, you liked a Tarantino movie? I'm like, do you fucking know me? I've been married to your, you know, your daughter for almost eight yeah, years. Like, you would like it? I have all of his movies. <laughs> like, I love Tarantino. I'm, I'm a film guy. Kill Bill like, was awesome. Like, all of the things. So talk to me. What was the last movie that you saw and what did you think about it? Man, that's a great question. Dude, speaking to the mic, tell me what you're thinking. Um, I've been doing the TV show thing. Yeah. And the last uh, oh, one, extended narrative. Yeah. The last one that I saw was um, from Amazon, mm-hmm. and it was called Clown. No, um, the Clown Shoes. Yeah, I, clown I, I, shoes. Did, I didn't like that one either. That was <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> in the theater, it's been a while since I've been in the theater, but right. um, I saw the row. I think it's called The Row. The Row. It's on uh, Amazon. And it was it was a well done show. Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom is a star. Carnival Row. Carnival Row. My bad. Yeah, it there just came go. out. Like last week. Amazing I, show. So you watched that pretty quick, right? I finished the show. Uh-huh. I did not give the last episode the respect that it deserves. Yeah, I was tired as fuck. 
so I will rewatch it, but... Yeah, it's probably all right. Very good writing, very good production, very good budget. It's a great show, and Orlando Bloom kills it. Yeah, and uh, Cara Delevingne, is that her last name? No idea. The fairy? Yeah. There's yeah, a the, lot of fairy, fairy fucking, a yeah. lot of people well, fuck I mean, fairies the main, on this show. The main fairy, I'm pretty sure that's what her name is. Regardless. Great show. Yeah. So, to answer your question, I haven't been watching too many movies that are brand new. But that's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, that I would recommend. Okay. Any other movies you've seen or uh, that you'd I, recommend I, to I went in. I went indie this week. I watched a film called Spring. Have you ever heard of that? Tell me what that's about. Uh, all right, so it's, uh, it's about this guy who he, uh, he loses his parents. And so he's an only child and he has no family. And then he gets into a bar fight, but he has to... He feels like he has to make something of his life, like at that point, because during the bar fight. Oh, basically, the bar fight is saying that he's going to go to jail. <laughs> so he's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to take my inheritance, and I'm going to go away." So he flees the country, and he ends up in Italy. Okay. And he meets a girl, but this girl surprisingly knows a lot about a lot of different cultures from many, many different centuries. So there's something there, and he has to figure out why she knows so much about different things and why she's so cultured. So it's a very interesting movie. and there's It's a, a love real, story. It, it's, it, it is a love story, but there's a very supernatural twist to it. She's not a vampire. She's not a zombie. But you've got to stick with it. It's a really, really interesting movie. She's a librarian. Yeah, so she's a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, she plays like a student. She starts out like a student, and she's like, okay, well, that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I recommend that for sure. Go check it out. Sounds like a good recommendation. Absolutely. Um, on Netflix and some other networks, I have seen that um, the R. Kelly documentary, it's making its rounds. Oh, Surviving R. Kelly? Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that now hit, like, the reality network TV I don't know that much about it, but... Well, I mean, you, Arc- know, you know enough that the public knows. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, you only want to watch it if you want to, like, know the next level or the next layer, and I don't know that I want to do that. Do you? Like, I, I, I kind of want to know. It's like that, like, ugh. It's like, it's like making a murderer. Like, do you want to know what the fuck? He fucks teenagers, yeah. so that's that. No. In the news world, in the video world, I heard that Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin. keeps getting upset that people keep trying to ask him, like, what if his movie creates violent people? Uh-huh. It's the Joker of Batman. By right. this point, it's not the actor's well, fault. Well, I mean, the parents of, you know, folks that were killed in the Aurora shooting, as you know they're some of those people that are speaking out and they're saying they should not glorify that kind of behavior it's a joker I don't I don't fight that I don't I don't I can't agree with them because the joker is an artistic okay I mean character sure and I agree and you cannot silence an artistic character because of one tragic accident out of billions of times has been in front of other people I agree with that but you also need to put yourself in their perspective. I do. Put yourself in their shoes. I do. And I do. you're like, 
you know, I lost a kid. I would argue that there's more times that the Joker has been around people where people haven't died. Mm-hmm. So you're one... Like the 1950s? You're, you're one in 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, <laughs> 90s, 2000s. More times that the Jokers has appeared in shit where people haven't died. Uh-huh. And it's not to take away from their death, but just to show that the Joker doesn't resemble death in human life. That, that's, not, that's not the point. I don't think that what those parents or those supporters are making. I think they're just trying to say that the more often that a clown or somebody in that vein is shown as a violent psychopath that there's people that can just very, very simply without even a weapon, you know, don that and they can become that, that entity and they can do what they want to do violently. I, they can do I, that with a horseshoe. They can do that like 9-11 terrorists with an airplane. I, I totally understand, but you cannot break that connection between what happened Okay, and I understand the grievance, and I understand for their situation that's uh-huh. what it is. It's just not, it just does not equal the point, that the point. their situation equals everybody else's. I totally understand. The point is, I think what they were trying to say is that they should not make yeah, any more. They should not make any more of mov- those movies that have a violent clown or a violent Joker type character, because that's going to you stir can't up. you can't restrict artistic no I, I artistic get that artistic. Um, Creativity, because you're now saying that a clown that someone else interpreted in their art form is turning some fucking idiot violent. Yes, that's exactly that's, what they're saying. You can't, you can't blame the artist. You can't. You just can't. That's 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 where we touch a very touchy subject that has shown in history I'm where you sure. give that pe- where you give those type of people that power to. To tell you what is artistic and what is not well, is I'm very pretty, dangerous. I'm pretty sure they tried to take Marilyn Manson to the Supreme Court, so I think there's a lot of precedent there for. You Marilyn know. Manson's fine, and he still sins. He sucks his own dick. Hasn't been to jail. Exactly. He's <laughs> Damn, that was good. Those Cheetos are the best choice ever. Awesome. So, are there any other films or uh, TV that you can comment on that you uh, wanted to recommend or um, else this week? In in that realm, because I I hey Joker comes out this week, so definitely yeah I that. I think the Joker's well is definitely worth seeing. Uh, DC for being as shitty as it is versus Marvel movies, <laughs> and it definitely is. I like it still has the number and Watchmen's amazing. It still has the number one comic movie of all time, which is The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. It's the most incredible, well acted comic book movie of all time. It's special. The Watchmen is up there too. It's such an incredible series. We gotta wrap it up. And we're all here and um we just I just wanna say thank you to all of our fans that are sticking with us through things like this, like our bonus content. Why I don't know. But we appreciate <laughs> it, man. We really do. And uh, we're out and until next week. Good night we'll and good back. luck. Good night and good luck. My bad. Good call. <laughs> Let me finish this.